Welcome to Community Matters. I'm Richard Pyatt. It's a Saturday morning at 95.3 WBCK between 8 and 8.30. Powered by Lakeview Ford Lincoln. Dickman at Washington in downtown Battle Creek. We spend this time checking in with folks in and around Battle Creek and Calhoun County. If you have an idea for uh, a subject we should talk about here, or maybe you have an event that uh, we could mention on the program, send it by email to Community Matters at shoplakeviewford.com. Community Matters at shoplakeviewford.com. For a number of years now, there has been a discussion about the concrete channel in downtown Battle Creek and uh, returning it to a more natural state. In the summer of 2022, the state budget in Michigan set aside $13 million for that project John McFarland with Battle Creek Whitewater has been involved in this concept for a number of years, and he joins us today for an update. Hello, John. Hi, Richard. Good morning. Boy, 13 million bucks. Is that all we need? (laughs) (laughs) I wish. No, the the project is obviously going to take a lot more than that. Uh, We don't know the eventual price tag on this thing, and we won't know it until the final design is approved. But uh, the good news is there are a lot of sources out there, a lot of grant sources for funding. Michigan Natural Resources Trust Fund has money available for projects like this. There are other grant funds available from the state of Michigan. There is the Kalamazoo River Restoration Fund that uh, still has money available as a result of the contamination of the river number of years ago. Hmm. There are a number of specific grants out there available for habitat restoration, for dam removal, grants that would would be appropriate for this type of project. So there's lots of money available. The Army Corps of Engineers has indicated that if the project is approved, that they would contribute $20 million to the project. Oh, boy. So while, you know, no doubt this is going to be an expensive project, Uh, Number one, it's going to be well worth it. And number two, there is going to be money available. By the way, one one of the reasons that we created or we organized Battle Creek Whitewater in the first place uh, back in 2012 was to also do fundraising. So if people are supportive of this project, and and I know many people are, you can visit our website, uh, battlecreekwhitewater.org, hit the donate button there and go ahead and make a contribution to the organization. I I might caution you, we are in the midst of rebuilding that website right now. So at this precise moment, the website might be down, (laughs) but it will be up very, very shortly. So uh, battlecreekwhitewater.org, check out that website, make a donation if you're interested. And folks could find you on Facebook as well, uh, Battle Creek Whitewater. So if the website True. isn't uh, isn't immediately available, they could at least reach out to you that way, right? Yeah, thank you for that. Okay, yes. good. So I think when folks look at the concrete channel and conceive of the notion that this could be a lot more natural of a setting, I think we can get there in our minds. But John, talk about what you see as the ultimate goal of this. The ultimate goal uh, is to restore the river to a more natural uh, more attractive amenity. 
you know, the river channel was built in the 1950s and early 1960s to protect the community against flooding. It certainly has been successful in that regard. Uh, but at the same time, it's created this scar on the landscape. And it has deprived the community of a wonderful, natural, recreational asset. Right now, the river is inaccessible for purposes of tubing or canoeing or kayaking. There's no sense in trying to fish in the river because it has created a habitat that cannot sustain any type of aquatic or amphibious life, hmm. uh, doesn't uh, uh, sustain any type of plant life. So a restoration of the river would not only create a, a tremendous community asset, it would it would be something that would be attractive to look at and it would uh, serve as an economic boon, I'm sure, to downtown Battle Creek. Many communities around the country, you know, have done this. Uh, they've taken out concrete channels and restored their rivers with more natural waterways. And consistently, they're all very happy that they did. They've recognized all sorts of benefits as a result of projects of this sort. Yeah, the idea of something that is uh, certainly more pleasant to look at, but also provides some of the recreational opportunities you described would, uh, I think, would would be advantageous for us to have. And then this project seems to have some uh, tie-ins to trying to deal with some unused industrial land that's nearby, and we'd be dealing with that at some point anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always unfortunate to see industries in town move out. And uh, what I've said is I, it, this is an opportunity for us to turn some lemons into lemonade. The treehouse Foods plant obviously is closed. That's been vacant for a couple of years. GPI is uh, on their way out of town. And obviously that's sad news for the local economy and for local jobs. But it gives us an opportunity now. We can uh, utilize some of the real estate uh, that those facilities are taking up. Hopefully not all. I, I, I would hope that we would be able to retain parts of those plants and repurpose them. But at least we'll have land available that will permit us to redesign the river in uh, such a manner that it's going to uh, continue to protect against flooding and also be uh, a much more attractive amenity for the city. Yeah. Speaking of flooding, if we look back at the history of this, we learned that the reason the concrete channel was built in the first place was as a result of significant flooding. And there seems to be that question, right? Some people saying, well, wait a minute, if you take that away, doesn't that open the door for flooding in the future? How do you see that? What's been the perspective on that? Yeah, that's a question that I'm constantly asked when I propose this concept to people, uh, especially folks who aren't, aren't terribly familiar with it. The bottom line is a redesigned river is not going to flood. And I say that not because anybody has told me or en any engineers have told me that it's not going to flood. I say that because uh, by federal law, we're not permitted to adopt a design that is going to allow the river to flood. This channel was constructed as uh, part of funding legislation that was adopted in 1954. It was the Rivers and Harbors Act of 1954. 
And that statute requires that this river channel accommodate a water flow of 8,000 cubic feet per second. Mm. And uh, so any redesign, as a matter of law, again, has to comply with that standard. We can exceed it. We can create something that will accommodate more water, but we can't create something that's going to be less protection against flooding. So, you know, people need to be reassured about that fact. Again, one of the nice things about the availability now of some of this GPI real estate, ConAgra or Treehouse Foods real estate, is that it will give us the chance to widen potentially the riverbanks to create bends in the river or oxbows in the river, things that will help the engineers allow for flood events. So again, the bottom line is, no, the river is not going to flood. We're going to make sure that does not happen. Right. And and that's an impressive number that you quoted that is required by law to be able to accommodate. And I presume that that's derived uh, on the notion that sometimes we have heavy rains and things of that nature. So that should not affect this in terms of uh, overflow. Correct. Yeah. One other thought for people to keep in mind with regard to this channel, this channel is over 60 years old now, uh, and it's made out of concrete. It does have to accommodate a huge water flow. Uh, Sometimes, as you point out, a bigger water flow than it might normally accommodate. Mm -hmm. And the consequence of all that is that the concrete is beginning to deteriorate. This thing only has a useful life of so many years. If you go down to the river uh, today and, and walk along the river, you'll see a number of cracks in the concrete, most of which have been temporarily patched, but there hasn't been any long-term fix. We're at a point where this thing needs to be replaced, and we have the choice to make. Do we want to replace it with the same ugly scar in the landscape as what we created back in 1960? Or do we want to be a little more forward-looking and create something that's pretty to look at, that creates an amenity for the city, that will also uh, create kind of an urban hub where we're going to have green space and non-motorized trails along the river, ideally a kayak course within the river. We can do all of that, and we should do all of that. And uh, I'm convinced that if we do, we're going to reap huge benefits from this project. So what's the timeline as you look forward? What are the next steps? And, uh, you know, when can we put that kayak in the water? (laughs) (laughs) The Army Corps of Engineers is still working on a feasibility study. Uh, you're, You're aware, no doubt, that in September of last year, the city entered into a contract with the Army Corps of Engineers to do some analysis of this restoration question. The Army Corps of Engineers is supposed to do some land surveying. They're supposed to conduct a hydraulic analysis, do analysis of possible real estate acquisition. They've accomplished, I know, their survey work. They've done some modeling work. I don't think that they've completely finished uh, with their end of the project. I've had some follow-up discussions recently with Ted Deering, who's the deputy city manager. The city has a meeting coming up the end of October with the Army Corps of Engineers to get an update from them. My sense is that they're almost complete with the work they were contracted to perform. 
And that would give us uh, a better viewpoint of what kind of project we're talking about here and how to begin to tackle it. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Once the Army Corps of Engineers uh, gives their approval, we can then start the fund process, I think, of actually designing this thing and uh, deciding more precisely where the river is going to flow and how it's going to flow and what a restored river is going to look like. With the, the city involved and Battle Creek Unlimited, it's something of a public process, is it not? I mean, will you be taking input from folks on what they'd like to see? Yeah, I certainly very much hope so. And that's something, uh, as I've had discussions with the city, I've always encouraged the city to do. I'm, I'm convinced that that's what the current administration is interested in doing. I kind of envision uh, at some point, uh, some public input sessions, uh, hopefully a series of public input sessions where we can uh, present to the public various design options, various design features, allow people to weigh in on those uh, and express their opinion. I think it's going to build a huge sense of excitement once we start doing that. We'll look forward to the fun part and uh, we'll certainly stay in touch and uh, get updates from you if you don't mind. Oh, I'd love to do it, Richard. Thank you very much. John McFarland, Battle Creek Whitewater. Thank you. Thank you.